Hi there, podcast lovers. Once again, thank you so much for listening to The Networker's Quest. We appreciate every single one of you that listen to the content that we are putting out. If you like The Networker's Quest podcast, we believe you're equally going to enjoy and love The Networker's Quest blog. And that's on medium.com slash at Networker's Quest. You're about to hear from Mike Martindale in this interview from Amped Social Media, and we deep dive into the topic of social media here with Mike. You're absolutely going to love it. This episode is fire. Welcome to the Networker's Quest, a podcast about facing challenges, overcoming adversity, and creating success. Hosted by Matt and Colette Fitzgerald. Starting an entrepreneurial journey can be tough. Here we deep dive into questions and talk with experts to help you on your quest for greatness. So if you're ready to level up, join us right now. Here's Matt and Colette. Hey everybody, welcome to the Networker's Quest. Matt and Colette Fitzgerald here hanging out with our good friend Mike Martindale, owner of Amped Social Media. Hey, Mike, thanks so much, man, for coming in and hanging out with us today. You know, joining us on our sofa and our new rug, we appreciate you coming in. And <laughs> we're just pumped to ask you some questions. Selfishly, myself and Colette are going to use this opportunity to pick your brain on social media so we can apply some of that to our business as well. But really a blessing, man, having you in. Why don't you share with our listener base just a little bit more about Mike and a little bit more about AMP Social Media? Yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks for having me. This is uh, really fun. I know we go back uh, quite a bit here, and uh, it's always great to connect. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's, um, I don't know how far back we want to go, but I guess it's, I've always had entrepreneurial tendencies. Yeah. Um, I've been a very big thinker. I've had so many ideas and ideas I never acted on. And actually my wife was one of the first people to identify this. And uh, she basically said, Mike, you have all these awesome ideas and you never act on anything. And oh. so it just kind of stuck with me. And um, I just found the more and more I kept working um, for other people. And there's nothing wrong with that by any means. I've worked for some really great people, but just my thought process was, was, was inhibited by the confines of whatever that structure was. And so, um, that proved to be frustrating at times. And, um, I just got to a point where I just felt I needed to act and I've dabbled in a few things here and there. And, um, I know I had some people say like, you know, you should really get into social media. Mm. Uh, I love to entertain on social media just on a personal basis. And um, just have fun with it. And like I said, it's just entertain. And so um, just the way the kind of stars have aligned, I guess, in the, the past few years, um, I took this step and, you know, I educated myself more on the social media space. Yeah. And I just thought it was a really good fit for myself um, uh, with my family and, and the direction I wanted to go with, with uh, entrepreneurship. So. Very cool. Very cool. And was there any one moment, I love how you talked about, and I know a bit of your story as well, you know, and having the pleasure of, of getting to know you and we worked in, in similar environments. Is there any kind of one moment that maybe you can think of where you thought to yourself, okay, maybe enough is enough. I got to be my own boss. It's time to, to do my own thing. I think there's a culmination of a few moments. <laughs> like I said, it's just one of those things that just, just kept hitting me in the ribs once in a while. But, um, uh, you know, I, I've worked for a few companies and I don't want to name any names, but just, you know, working your way up the corporate ladder. Yeah. And um, I just think it gets to a point where that thought process where you, you think things should go a certain way and, um, and when it just conflicts with philosophy or, or beliefs and it's just, um, the only really true way to do that is just do it on your own. Right. And yeah. so that's, uh, um, I guess the best way I can address that. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. That's awesome. Well, and I love, so, um, you know, kudos, thank you for, to your wife, right. Yeah, for just maybe totally. giving you a little push <laughs> that you needed. Shout out to her. Um, so 
you know, what did it look like to finally take the leap? Like when you kind of narrowed it down finally, A, like I guess you liked social media, but how did you know that you were making the right decision? Like what did that look like? Were there some fears around that? Um, what did that journey look like? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it's interesting because I've, I've been in so many different fields, different professions, different industries, and I'm kind of a jacket of all trades at this point. Nice. And um, I've had business ideas in every single one of those industries. <laughs> and yeah. I think it just, it's just the timing was right. Like it just, there's certain imbalances in life and family and work and just things that didn't quite seem to fit. And the things mm-hmm. I did try, they just weren't quite working. And this just seemed to fit within, I guess, that family balance. And that's the biggest thing for us because, um, you know, I dedicate so much of my life to my family and this is the reason why I'm doing all this, right? Yeah, so um, being able to fit that balance in there is huge for us. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. And could you speak a little bit more about, you know, what does that family balance look like for you, Mike? You know, I know that you have two little ones, yeah. um, two little ones and of course, yeah, family balance. What does that look, look like on our day-to-day basis for you? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, first and foremost, I just, I want to dedicate my time to my family. And that's one thing I said, if I am going to be an entrepreneur, I can't disrupt that balance. And it's (laughs) tough at times. Like it's (laughs) anybody that's, that's got a family, um, that's doing entrepreneur, entrepreneurial endeavors, you know, they're going to say the same thing and it's tough balance. Right. But it's just that consistent thought process and efforts just like to give that time every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit like some, some days are just, they're, they're crazy, but if you know, you're able to just get that 20 solid concentrated minutes to, to my kids that mm-hmm. one night um, and next night might be a little bit more, but um, it's just that consistency. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So educate us a little bit on the world of social media, because I know that your knowledge on the topic is vast. Absolutely. If you can, I guess in your words, how would you, how does one describe the phenomenon of social media today and why is it important for business to leverage social media? Yeah, that's, uh, do you have 10 hours? <laughs> how long is this podcast? Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to think I can simplify this. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just the way the world is shifting. Like, like social media is becoming like what TV was, what radio was, what newspaper was. It's just how people are consuming their information. It's where they're, they're gathering, right? And it's, mm-hmm. um, it's so important for, for any business to be, to be tapped into this. And um, there's just so much opportunity out there. I think there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to social media and, and what can be done and what can't be done on it. But um, yeah, it's just so important to be tapped into it right now. Interesting. And so would you, like in your um, opinion, should every business start to learn some amount of social media. What about it's, gosh, Mike, I guess maybe like a mom and pop shop and they've been a traditional company for eons and maybe they're even doing well. With your expertise, would you say even that business should learn how to integrate, let's say, Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I work with, you know, quite a few businesses and talk to quite a few business owners and um, it's going to be different for everybody. I mm. mean, that's one thing that we really focus on at our company, Damn Social Media, is, is like, what is the strategy that really makes the most sense for this person? Because it's not like a one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if that mom and pop shot, it could just mean like just a small local fat, uh, following of raving fans. And that's right. what it's about, like it's engaging with these people, dialoguing with them and connecting with them on a daily basis. And and that's how you want to produce your content is around that, right? Is it's directed towards them and... Um, not so much about, you know, here's our product, here's our service, here's our promos this week. And that's mm. a big mistake I see a lot of companies making. But as opposed to what does that ideal end user look like? Where are they hanging out? What are they talking about? And then engaging them on, on their level. 
and yeah. not bringing them up to yours, right? Mm. And um, just creating content around that. So. so would you say that that's a common mistake that people uh, misuse social media in, in that way of just mostly promotion, promotion, promotion? Yeah. Uh, how would you, how would somebody fix that? It's, I mean, there's, once again, there's many strategies that can be implemented. They call you, right? They <laughs> call you. First call, call Mike. You give me all yeah. your money yeah. and your problems are solved. There we go. Yeah. No, it's, um, what about, to simplify, like what I tell business owners is it's, it's pretty much impossible to sell off social media. Go it on. is a ridiculously, I guess, bad strategy to try to sell directly from, from those platforms as opposed to creating relationships, mm. dialogue, um, and, and really just giving as much as you can to create those relationships. I mean, um, one of the biggest influencers in, 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 in my life when it comes to social media is obviously Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, for anyone that's read his book, Jab, Jab, Right Hook, I guess the whole premise, like you give, you give, you give, you give. And at the right time, <laughs> that right hook comes in and takes when you need it. Yeah. But it's, it's mostly just give, like value, value, value. So. Gotcha. Would you say then people that are doing it wrong, is that worse than not doing it at all like are some people hurting their credibility and hurting their image by misusing social media well that's a good question no one's ever actually asked that um honestly i don't know i mean they're they're both not good in my book <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're in the bad book yeah, category yeah. Yeah, what is the best of the worst i guess right? so yeah. it's like would you rather have a, a shotgun shot to the toe or in the knee <laughs> not sure gotcha Okay, very cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love how you mentioned Gary Vee. That was actually going to be one of my uh, questions for you, Mike. Just because there's so many, I feel like there's so many influential um, individuals on social media these days, or it's, it seems that people are getting more and more familiar with um, those platforms. Who are some of the who are some of your mentors and, and people that you look up to um, in that realm that wow. you model? Um, there's so many. I've just tried to be a sponge for information over the. Uh, the past couple of years here, but yeah, like Gary Vaynerchuk, I mean, you got your Ty Lopez's <laughs> that are out there dominating the scene. Um, people like Patrick Bet David uh, is phenomenal uh, with what he's doing online. Um, I don't think anybody realistically nowadays is touching anybody when it comes to marketing um, compared to Russell Brunson. Mm. Um, he's phenomenal with what he's doing. Um, the Morrison brothers, um, there's so many to name. Everyone's like writing down these names as we speak. <laughs> yeah, right or they should amazing. be. amazing. They should be. They should be, 100%. You know, Mike, would you say that there's one platform that's more valuable than another? Or how does somebody, I guess, utilize the different platforms to their advantage? If they're listening to this podcast, Let's say they're getting overwhelmed because they're like, man, I don't have time to do Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. What do you suggest for that person that's just learning? Really good question. And you're going to get a somewhat biased answer from me because okay. um, I'm a 100% Instagram nerd. Okay, um, gotcha. I, I think that's the future uh, of social media advertising right now. And I'm going to go back to Gary Vaynerchuk once again. Yeah. Directly from his words. And if you know anything about his predictions when it comes to social media apps or just technology in general, he's... he's hit the nail on the head for, for many things. But uh, he basically said that any entrepreneur that's not investing in, in um, I was a disproportionate amount of time on Instagram right now mm-hmm. is setting themselves up for disappointment in the next year or two. Really? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah. there's going to come a time when, when they're going to have regret because they didn't start I think there will be, it. yeah. I think mean, now is the time to be building Instagram. And whether you gain a ton of traction off it or not, yep. that following and then that, that user base you have at your disposal is going to be... Um, very valuable down the road. So, yeah. so Mike, tell us why you like Instagram so much. What is it about it that is your favorite? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Many reasons. Um, I mean, if you compare it to, like Facebook to Instagram, and no knock on Facebook, love it, use yeah. it. It's a great platform. It works. Um, but the way Facebook has changed, they actually recently changed their algorithm where for you to get an organic reach from a, a business fan page, it's almost non-existent now. They've completely really? changed the algorithm and everything's paid advertising, which is great. Facebook paid ads work. You can hyper-target them. They're very affordable for businesses. And like I said, I'm not knocking it. But Instagram, um, I haven't spent a dime on advertising for my agency and I get all my leads from Instagram right now. Wow. Really? And um, what the, the main thing or the main reason I like that is with Facebook, they, they, they pick and choose how many of your followers see your content. Right. Oh, wow. So I think it's on average about 6% of your followers will see the content that you put out. Now, granted, if you're, you're, you're getting more engagement, your account's growing, Facebook rewards those accounts and unlocks a little bit more of that percentage. But Instagram, 100% of your posts go to 100% of your following every single day. Really? And it's, um, to me, it's a no-brainer to be building that and utilizing that platform. Do, do you think that will ever change as well? Or is that the, the, the niche that is carved out for Instagram? Good question. Um, I mean, the platforms and the algorithms always change, so you never really know. Hmm. Um, hence, you know, build it now. Gotcha. <laughs> and right. uh, like, if, if, if we do have a limited time, like, I mean, why, why waste it? I, I would build it up as big as you can right now. Gotcha. Yeah. And so when you talk about how, I find it so intriguing, how um, people might kick themselves. You know, we go 24 months in the future. They didn't put any time in Instagram. They said, ah, oh, social media is not for me. Why is it that the social media and the following is so advantageous for them? Is it because... In today's world, people almost use a healthy Instagram profile as a sign of, of trust. Like if you're running an operation and you don't have an Instagram profile, like in today's marketplace, would you say that's a bit almost bizarre for somebody? In terms of the general population, no. I think Instagram's pretty foreign still to a lot of people. And I think a lot of people have that misconception that, you know, this is that platform that people use to take pictures of the food and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> really nice yeah. pictures, really, really good really food, hanging out with there. friends and here's your <laughs> yeah. selfie, right? Right. Um, but there's so much more to it. Like you actually break down the bare bones of, uh, of the strategies that you can use behind that. And, and when you really understand who you're... Your, your target demographic is that ideal end user. Um, there's a lot that can be done on that platform. So. Wow, Very cool. Awesome. So, you know, Mike, walk us through like a day in the life of, of you, right? Yeah. Like, what does it look like? Like I said, kind of, I know you've touched on family balance and that's important, but, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm sure every day is different, but what does a kind of average day look like for you? Yeah. Um, Wow, it's busy. Yeah, <laughs> non-stop yeah. stuff. You're right. Uh, it's a blur sometimes, but no, it's just um, really just waking up and trying to keep perspective. And you know, as as difficult as some days get, um, just just always bringing back any balance. So, you know, um, you know, I wake up and um, uh, you know, you want to prepare yourself and clear my mind space. And you know, for my own personal journey, like a big thing is, is like my spiritual life and, and being connected to God. Awesome. Um, and um, that ultimately brings my balance back, right? And so uh, throughout the day, you know, there's always so much work that to be done. There's no shortage of tasks. Um, and then just connecting with my family as often as possible. Very cool. Um, uh, you know, whether it's just texting my wife in and out of the day, hey, having a great day, hope you are too. Mm. Uh, having a rough day, you know, uh, just hoping I could chat and just staying connected um, yeah. on all awesome. fronts. So That's Very awesome. cool. Yeah. And sorry, and so would you say that because um, I know that success usually comes down to your daily routine and habits. So would you say that just your faith and, and also family balance, those are more like your success habits that you have in place for your life? Or is there anything else that you kind of think of that you do on a regular basis? Absolutely. Those would be the top two. Like, like for me, you know, I, I've, you know, gone through the entrepreneurial up and downs of like, 
hitting the wall health wise and, and not paying enough attention to where my balance really should be. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that, that's really important. So those are the big two yeah. uh, along with my physical health and, and as well as, um, just consistency like that, that specific time that I put aside for my wife, the specific time for my kids, yeah. um, the specific time that if I am going to work overtime or to do on, um, excess projects, I have a certain amount of time that I stick to that, mm. whether it's, I have to be done by this time or if I have more to do that I have to be done by that time, right? right. So, gotcha. um, yeah. Oh, Very that's cool. great. Good scheduling. Mike, walk us through, when you, as you build your business, walk us through maybe one of the biggest challenges, I guess, that you've had to face so far. Sometimes I like to ask a question like this, you know, tell me about the biggest hurdle that you've, you've come against or maybe an average human being would just quit, but how did you overcome that hurdle and persevere? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've had many, many moments like that. Um, and I think anybody, you know, that, that runs their own business, um, there's many times that you want to give up. Um, I, it's interesting because going back to parenting, I think one of the best pieces of advice I ever got um, was we asked, you know, to, to ask a seasoned parent, like, does, does, it, does, it get, does it get easier? Hmm. And I remember the answer being like, no, but you get better. Ah. Mm. And uh, that stuck with me. It's like so true. It never gets easier, but, you know, you skill up as you go. And I think business is no different. Uh-huh. So I think in the beginning, you know, like, uh, the infancy of your, your business, right? And, you know, it's kicking and screaming and you want to tear your hair out, you can't sleep and yeah. <laughs> everything's going wrong. And it's like, yeah, it's like I've had many moments where it's just like I want to pack it in. Right? Gotcha. And, um, but at the end of the day, you know, when I can reset myself and rebalance myself and, and stay connected. Uh, it's all about my family in the end. Like that's the main reason why I'm doing this. Like it's gotcha. not for selfish reasons. I'm not out to get rich. Um, all the money's always nice, but, yeah. um, I really want to build something that um, I can hang my hat on at the end of the day and leave a legacy for my, my family. So. Awesome, man. Absolutely. Respect. Now, on the flip side of that, tell us about your proudest moment so far with AMP social media. Yeah, I think um, I think nothing beats that, that first sale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Like, I mean, yeah, you have all these visions in your head, like where are things going to go and um, but I mean, when it comes down to like that first sale that you get, like it, it makes everything worthwhile because you never really know where it's going to go and how it's going to play out. And um, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was just jump in and just do it. You don't need to know everything. You're never going to know everything. Just yeah. jump in and do it. And um, that's the scariest part. You know where it's going to go. When you want to get the actual first sale, it's like, okay, this is all worth it. Boom. I know I can do this and keep moving. Right? So, Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. And so um, getting back to what you said before, Mike, you were saying that you always had entrepreneurial tendencies yeah. and can you speak a little bit more about that? Like what, you know, when you wanted to be an entrepreneur, what was like some of the big, the big key items that the reasons why you wanted to be an entrepreneur and, and how it probably supported your dream in like some of those tough moments when you wanted to give up? Yeah. It's, um, like just ideas that would just pop in my head. Like, Oh, I can make this better or this would be a great idea. Or what do you think of this? Like from apps to like systems to, when I was in the fitness industry, uh, how I would run my own gym, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many things I could, be, I could have done, um, but it just came down to timing, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, or not. it was oh, just yeah. I guess the curiosity and just like always wanting to kind of tinker and fix things. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I think it's just building something and and, and having something that's mine. Right? So Absolutely, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. You know, and I, I can touch to that as well because one thing I've always appreciated about you, and one thing that sticks out to me the most about you, outside of us always just having a laugh on some of the jokes <laughs> that we tell each other that have been going on for literally years, would be uh, every time I remember being around you in, in different <laughs> environments. You're just always very inquisitive. And mm-hmm. I always remember you, remember you wanting to tinker and, and innovate, I guess, is, is the word that I'm mm-hmm. thinking. You would look at something 
and you'd always want to innovate it. With your past experience, would you say that that's not always a great match for the work world and being an employee? Like, have you come across, I guess, resistance when you were in that employee world, having that mindset of wanting to, you know, better the game? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's difficult. I think it goes back to the whole idea of, of being a big thinker. Um, I don't know why my brain does that. It just, it gravitates towards, here's the system. You've learned that system, but there's so many things that could be done to make this better. Yeah. And I guess when you're put in a work environment where this is the way we've always done it, or oh, yeah. um, you have another, um, I guess, personality that's got a different, different philosophy or different belief, like it's just, you're getting this, right? And yeah. it's just kind of like, well, I see this big idea. Why can't you see it? And yeah. how, it's so glaringly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's, um, that's where you can definitely, I guess, get some barriers in the workforce. So. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, I appreciate you sharing that so much. Cause when we chat with entrepreneurs and myself and Clet, we think the same way. And sometimes we're, we're always just curious. I wonder if that's something that's just innate with, with people, you know, that entrepreneurial seed of wanting to look at something and say, I'm not okay with the status quo. Yeah, this is great. But is there a way in fact to make it even better? And we believe in chatting with people like yourself and other individuals that, for whatever reason, that does create resistance in, in the workforce, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, let's talk a little bit more about the inner workings of social media again. One thing that you talked about that I'd love you to explain to our listeners if you can is you mentioned how you get leads from your Instagram account. So how does one have an Instagram account and then use it to generate business? Like, what does that process even begin to look like? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, there's many layers to it. Um, I mean, the short and simple of it is like, I love the direct messaging feature of gotcha. Instagram. It's if you understand how to build a following, you can communicate with people like that. And mm. the more you get people to follow you, the more you're communicating with people. And uh, if you have a really genuine, soft way to greet somebody in that initial process and find a way to give them value, it's, it's such a powerful platform. It's, hmm. uh, I can't speak enough about it. Wow. And if, if someone's looking to get started, would you suggest that they hire a professional like yourself or is there some way that they can just begin to dip in their toe, maybe posting content that's, you know, in the, in the right lens and whatnot, or if somebody's building a small business, should they immediately build that into their, their line item? Yeah, I think, I mean, and this is honestly why we changed, um, I guess the focus and the structure of how we run app social media because gotcha. we saw a need in, in this area. Um, what, you, what you're going to see over the next year or two is a complete saturation of the market when it comes to social media agencies and quote unquote social media experts. Like they're coming out everywhere, mm -hmm. um, which is fine. Uh, yeah. We started out as an agency as well, you know, um, but we found out really quickly, like a lot of the little guys are being left out. So most social media agencies, and it's not to knock them, once again, it's great, great business. Um, they'll say, here's what's wrong with your social media. Um, here's um, our fees, like a big monthly retainer, thousand bucks, 2000 bucks, whatever. And we're gonna take over all your social media uh, and you're gonna pay us month after month. Mm. Now what we found is like, what about the little guys that are out there, the small businesses, the independent business owners, the startups that may not have that big budget to, to let you do that. So we kind of went to more of a consultancy base, gotcha. where okay. it's just like, you need to learn this. If you can't afford to pay somebody, right. there's a lot of the stuff that you can do. And it just comes down to consistency. Yeah. And so we do the audit uh, and we give them that audit. But in our audit, um, we basically tell them, here's what you do. Right. <laughs> so oh. instead of, here's everything that's wrong, pay us to fix it. We say, here's everything wrong, you can fix it. You can fix it. Oh. And, so, and uh, we, we pride ourselves in, in giving that value off the hop. And we do offer services. Like we do have that, that, that um, 
that offering. But at the end of our audit, it's like, well, here's a bunch of priority things that we think are really important right now. So if you do find something's out of your skill set or you don't have the time for it and you need to allocate the small budget that you have, like here's where you focus on it, right? Mm. And so we kind of like pick and choose off of our menu. If something makes sense, awesome. If not, this is yours. And oh, we want to fantastic. teach people, right? So Very interesting. Yeah, wow. That's great. And I'd love to chat to you a little bit as well if, if you're okay diving into this topic because um, we had a great coffee the other day. It was awesome being able to, to catch up. And we talked about this idea of also funnels, as you put it. And I know with, with AMP Social Media, that's another um, offering that you have. You know, what, what is a funnel and how does a business utilize, you know, this, this funnel with social media to generate more business and help more people? Yeah, absolutely. The, um, I don't want to say that the day of the website is dead. Like websites aren't dead, but I think the way people view them are a little bit different now. Um, I think you need a website. I think it shows that you have a professional presence on the, uh, on the internet um, and shows people what you can do. But in terms of like directing people to get them to do something or to purchase something um, or, or offer some kind of service, it, it doesn't make as much sense anymore. So we focus on not so much building a following, getting more likes, getting more engagement, even though that's part of the equation, but we focus more on systems. Like what, what is a system that we can create for this business, right? And hmm. so we use what's called the profit cycle formula. I know I shared this with you the other day. Yeah. And it's really just like, how do we source a whole bunch of eyeball acquisition and push them somewhere, yeah. right? And so this is where we, we, we get them to go to some kind of landing page or a funnel system, if you will. And a landing page is basically just a one page with one thing for that person to do, right? Whether it's giving away a free offer or some kind of a discount, but it's usually just giving something away for free. And if you have something that's got good enough value there, it's just basically getting, a, you know, getting an email in exchange for that free offer and then getting that person into some kind of an email automated sequence, getting them to a thank you page and trying to direct them back into your your social media and kind of hmm. getting that whole cycle through, cycle. right? And if you can understand that, that whole process, um, it makes a lot more sense to business owners as opposed to just, hey, we're going to grow your social media. Gotcha. Okay, that's great and all, but where's the ROI in that, right? And so right. we want to focus on systems that we can create. And then the sooner um, a business owner can figure that out on their own, that's what we do. We want to teach them so they can they can man that and get something that's completely automated at some point and they're just tweaking it as they go. Yeah. It's way more powerful and beneficial for them. Wow. wow. And, and would you say, you know, Everything that we just talked about, I'm so curious for the listeners, would that system apply once again to every business? You know, you got your, let's say your, your freelance personal trainer or maybe your freelance hairstylist that has that one-on-one service. Let's say all the way up to the mom and pop furniture store that sell sofas. Is that process um, great for everybody? I'm a firm believer that every business should have some kind of... Um, landing page or funnel. They have uh-huh. a very specific offering that they're, they're giving away, giving some kind of value. And then, you know, at the end of the day, like the lifeblood of, of any digital marketing is email marketing. Like you, if you have an email list that's massive, I mean, yeah. that's where the bread and butter is going to be. Everything else is important as well, but I mean, that's, that's the lifeblood of your marketing system, right? And so um, that's traffic you can market to forever for free. Hmm. Right? I mean, lead acquisition is obviously important, but when you can... Um, keep coming back to a, a list of people they've already acquired. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. free marketing. Totally. That's awesome. so. Very cool. And, you know, Mike, what do you, if you wouldn't mind sharing, like, where do you see um, the business, you know, going to? What are you excited about? Where, like, what, how are you expanding? What are you innovating? Talk about innovation. Yeah, innovation. Um, you know, how is, how is uh, you know, the business going to be innovating in the, in the next, you know, handful of years? 
Yeah, I think we've really just discussed the biggest pivotal point and uh, it's getting away from that whole agency model and moving more to consultancy. Um, cool. I think that's the biggest shift. I'm really looking forward to that because uh, I haven't seen anything that, that around that, that we were offering right now. And we're really excited about that. I mean, obviously there's always room for change and, and making things better, but um, yeah, we're really excited to see where this goes because we, we genuinely love helping people. And that's, yeah. um, uh, I love the fact that we can help a lot of smaller businesses out there because I know a lot of them are struggling. And, yeah, you know, a lot of people need help with social media or some kind of marketing or just they don't know what kind of system even to set up. Totally. Yeah. And so if we can give them affordable solution or free solutions, I mean, yeah. that's, that's fantastic. Very cool. Yeah, because we see that as well. I like how you mentioned how a lot of small businesses are struggling. It, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it seems that with the world of social media today and digital marketing, it's almost like you can give somebody a megaphone and you can t- just touch more people. So that way, I guess you could put them at the top of the funnel so you can offer more value versus if we look at the small mom and pop operation, some businesses, I, I feel they're still operating like it's the 90s where mm-hmm. they're only touching one person at a time. The customer comes in and now it's like, hello, and I just meet Sally. And they're going one by one by one versus everything that I'm hearing from you. It's almost instead of addition where it's one after another after another, it sounds like everything that, that you're doing is more multiplication where you can hit many, 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 many people at one point as opposed to just waiting for door traffic. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of businesses that are still operating on a, on a dated philosophy when it comes to, to marketing. But um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like it's, just, it's mass marketing. Like in it, and if you've got content that's resonating um, with your end user, like that's so powerful. Um, if you've got like 10,000 people following you and say, for example, Instagram, yeah. you deliver one post that you know is going to 10,000 accounts right now. Yeah. That's, that's a phenomenal thing to me. Uh, and same thing with email marketing. If you got a list of, you know, um, 1500 people, mm-hmm. one click of the button sends yeah. a, an email out to all those people. Right? Yeah. And you, and like you mentioned with Instagram, if you have that 10,000 person following, all of those people are going to get to see that post versus in the world of Facebook now, I think you mentioned, is it only only six percent are going to see that post? Yeah, that's the the, the last metric that I uh, that I read is about six percent of your, your Facebook followers will see your crazy your post. Wow! And when someone's looking to grow a social media account, is it just hard work and, and giving content, giving content, giving content, and then is there a, I guess almost a exponential growth factor to it? How do you go from an audience of one hundred to a thousand to 20,000 to 100,000. Yeah, without going into all the nitty gritty details, because there's a lot more to it, it's just consistency. Gotcha. Like, there's some, what we've done in our audit process is just come up with some fundamental principles that so many people don't know and just be like, look, if you can just do this point, this point, this point, this point, and just stay consistent with it, hmm. keep engaging with people. You know, uh, when they comment on your, um, your post, comment back, engage with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we even have a scoring system um, oh, cool. for each post. Right, and if you can uh, make sure that your posts are getting um, X amount of points on each post you're putting out, you know you're putting out higher quality content, right? Cool. And it's just oh, consistency okay. on all these different levels. And over time, and it's it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. I think any <laughs> successful entrepreneur will, will agree with that. Yeah. Um, but it's just you know understanding it's a long term process and just staying consistent every single day. So would you say then, I guess in that case, there's a difference between quantity and quality when it comes to following on Instagram? If somebody just has 5,000 followers, but they're not an engaged group of people, would somebody with, say, 2,000 super engaged fans in the world of Instagram, is that more potent than maybe just having a bunch of followers? Yeah, so it's funny. I actually asked that because I, I put a post, uh, an engagement post on our Instagram profile a few months ago. I just said, what would you guys rather have? Would you rather have a million um, 
social media followers or a thousand um, just super hyper engaged raving fans, yeah. right? And absolutely, I take the thousand hand over fist. Really? Absolutely. Because yeah. if you have a, many people that could really just care less, they're poking the heads in once yeah. in a while, like how much business can you really generate from that? As opposed to a thousand people who are hanging off everywhere and just love your content, they're always engaged. Um, yeah, that's a no brainer. Very cool. Very cool. You know, we talked a, a lot about a lot of different things so far. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take you back to where you chatted about some of the people that have inspired you. One question here on the Networkers Quest we always like to ask uh, is, do you have a, a favorite author? Or are you currently reading something right now? Or maybe it's an audio book that you are just absolutely loving. Wow, there's so many books. Um, I think if we're talking autobiographies, I really enjoyed Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think nice. he has such an interesting life. It's <laughs> Very cool. Talk about a guy that's done a lot, achieved a lot, been through a lot of hardship. Uh, I thought that was a really cool read. Um, it's not the shortest read. <laughs> Very thick book. But um, yeah, I love reading about other people's, successful people's lives and what they've done, what they've been through. There's so much you can glean from that. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's one of the first ones that comes to mind. Love it. Yeah. Total recall. Well, speaking of gleaning, I are you ready? I, we have a key question that oh, we like oh, to ask um, individuals on the Networkers Quest. Are you ready for the key question, Mike? Sure. <laughs> um, so the key question is, we believe at the Networkers Quest, you're one to two key relationships away from really drastically changing everything. That's right. And in your experience, in your journey thus far, in your business uh, creation life, um, who has been, has there been a couple or maybe one or two individuals that have really been mentors to you um, and helped you get to where you are today and how did you meet them like was it by chance or was it um, you know more purposeful for sure um, first person that comes to mind is actually my current mentor his name's Matt he's actually in the states good name right yeah very good name not yeah. you yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so I love you buddy but, yeah. Uh, um, yeah and he, he runs a successful digital marketing agency down in the states and we actually met on Instagram oh, oh cool yeah, wow. oddly enough and uh, he's been a fantastic mentor to me learned a ton off Instagram uh, from him he's also an Instagram nerd uh, like myself and uh, uh, we have an ongoing relationship speak to him every week and uh, that's awesome wow very cool. Very awesome. Cool. And as we start to wrap up, you know, Mike, what would be some words of wisdom or some last minute advice that you would have for people listening to this podcast right now? Let's say they're on the fence. They are in a job that they don't enjoy. They, they have this innovative mind. They want to take the leap of faith, but maybe they're just a little bit scared. What would you tell those people? Yeah. You know, I always think about, um, what would you tell your younger self? back because uh, I always look back and it's a really bad habit like you should have done this different you could have done this and it's just it is what it is we're here for a reason and I like where I'm at but um, I'd give that advice just like just don't be afraid like, gotcha. just take the jump um, it's never going to be easy there's never going to be a perfect moment um, if you feel like you have something an opportunity in front of you just jump and take it and learn it as you go awesome awesome and final question here for everybody listening for everybody wanting to understand more about social media and how to level up their business, how do they get in contact with you? How do they learn more about AMP social media? For sure. Um, I think the best way is just go to our Instagram page. Uh, we do yeah. everything on Instagram. Yes. Um, it's just AMP social media uh, yeah. on Instagram. Uh, you'll see our little uh, fluorescent green, greenish yellow logo. Nice. And 
yeah, I would love if you have any questions, let us know. And uh, we just love to help you out. Very Perfect. cool. Well, we'll put all that information in the show notes as well yep. for individuals so they can easily find you. 100%. We'll put it all in the show notes. Well, once again, man, like we're just so excited that you decided to come here, hang yeah. out with us today. It was extremely enlightening. Was I, awesome. As soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to have a bunch more questions for you as well but <laughs> behind the scenes. So it was a blessing, man. Appreciate you always coming in. For all the listeners out there to get more content from the Networkers Quest, here's the rundown. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Anchor FM. You can also check out the YouTube channel. We also have the blog hosted on Medium. You can check out myself and Colette on Instagram. We're on Instagram as well, Matt and Colette. And the Networkers Quest is also on Instagram as well. That's at Networkers Quest. We really hope that this episode brought you value. Myself and Clet hanging out with Mike. This was absolutely was fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Uh, we pretty appreciate it if you could give us a like, give us a share, give us a rating. If you know somebody that needs help with social media, share this episode with them. Share Mike's contact and AMP social media with them as well. Absolutely. It was a blast hanging out with everybody today. We'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>